Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing To the Bone, as well as discussing our top 10 movies of the year so far. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am pretty exhausted, but it's a normal day for Ozzy. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's been a strange day, that's for sure. But it's I think I think it's been a good day, especially um, because we're finally talking about our top ten movies of the year so far. Um, you know, we're halfway through the year. We're in July, so <laughs> it's it's nice to be talking about them. Why are you laughing, Ozzy? No, I just, my phone fell twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, like it was like a slow oh. drop one and then drop two. <laughs> I was just like, and we kept hearing the sound. Oh yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get rid of it in post. Uh, anyway, or we'll just leave it in because I honestly didn't even notice it. So we'll see. Thank God. All right. Well, before we actually review the movie that I mentioned at the top to the bone, which I'm definitely very excited to talk about. Um, I've seen a couple more movies this weekend. I actually did a lot of movie watching this weekend, probably way too much movie watching this weekend, but Hey, it is what it is. So anyway, to the bone is a Netflix movie, but I decided to watch some of the other big Netflix movies that can that have come out so far this year, meaning I watched war machine and Okja. And I also watched another movie that I will get to. I will definitely be getting to because it's the best of the bunch. But anyway, um, let me start with Okja. Okay, so this movie is about, um, basically, the, it's in this alternate world or whatever, and they decide that human hunger is, like, a huge issue and that we need to make these super pigs. And they're going to make a bunch of them, and then they're going to send them off to various places around the world, and then... In 15 years, I believe it was. I can't remember if that's exactly how many years it was. Maybe 20-something. But either way, uh, I think it was 25. I don't know. But either way, it um, after a certain amount of time, they would go and find the best of the super pigs. And they'd celebrate it or whatever. And But really, obviously, they would be using it for, like, meat and other things. Because, you know, pig. Um, so basically, the movie turns into this really really strange i mean it is really really strange um thing where it's this little girl who grew up with the super pig and um she's trying to get the pig back because she doesn't want she doesn't know what's going to happen to it and then there's also this other group um that's trying to save the super pig because they're like you know they're basically PETA, okay? Yeah, if we're being honest, that's what they are. They're PETA, and um, and then there's of course Jake Gyllenhaal's character who is um, crazy, and he is trying, like he's the main person, I guess, in charge of testing the pig. I guess is how I would put it. And then of course Tilda Swinton is like the person part in charge of the company who decided to do this with the super pigs. Um, Lily Collins, I was just blown away by this cast. Lily Collins is in this movie. Obviously, Jake Gyllenhaal, Tilda Swinton. Um, who else? There's, oh, Glenn from The Walking Dead. I mean, there's just so many people. Oh, Paul Dano is in this movie. I was just, every time somebody new popped popped up, I was like, oh my gosh, how many people did they get for this movie? And for the most part, I mean, performances-wise, uh, they push it. I don't know. Like, there's... Even Jake Gyllenhaal, who I, you know, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I I like a huge man crush on Jake Gyllenhaal. I've said that before, and I'll say it again. Um, I think he's one of the best actors working today. And he went so weird that at times I was like, I can't tell if like you're going, you're pushing it a little too far or not. Um, and he's de- it's an out there performance. And honestly, I told my I told Bob, our former head of marketing, that. This movie's worth watching just for Jake Gyllenhaal's performance and the fact that it is just so freaking strange. It's it's really weird. I don't know. Um, the story is definitely there. It's really interesting. It's definitely pro- it's definitely on the nose with its message. It's 
it's really on the nose with this match. It's just like, yeah, we shouldn't be cruel to animals, even though we treat them as... It's like, okay, we get it. Um, but it does, in that, it does have some interesting things to say. And I just, I don't know. I ended up finding the whole thing just a little too weird with... Even, I mean, Tilda Swin's performance is just strange. Um, I mean, she's a strange actress, but still, it's just, it's a strange performance. It's a strange story. And I, I don't know. I was just kind of like, and, and that was no pun intended, by the way, because she's in Doctor Strange. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I found the whole thing really weird and it was almost so out there that I wasn't able to kind of get invested. And, Honestly, it was a sweet story. I mean, you have this girl, she's trying to get this pig back that she, like, loves as her pet or whatever, but I was just, I feel like if it would have focused more in on that and not on the message that it was trying to throw in your face and not on just the random group that was trying to save them and then also the business side, the business side was completely useless. I really could have could have cut all that out of the movie. I feel like it was kind of... I was distracted from the sweet, or I was trying to get invested in the story and in the characters, especially the lead character, and I just couldn't. It's just, I don't know, the story was so weird, and then everything else was so distracting, I just couldn't do it. Um, not my cup of tea, and I ended up thinking it was just okay, and I gave it a 6 out of 10. So, I mean, I think it's a, you could sit down and watch this movie and be mildly entertained if you don't mind reading subtitles, which I know there's some people that are like, oh, I have to read, no thanks, which if that's you, then sorry, you're missing out on a lot, I don't know, but in this movie, it's, it's okay, it's just okay. All right, um, the other movie I watched from Netflix was War Machine. Um, Ozzy, I know you wanted to watch this one, but you haven't gotten around to it yet, correct? No, I wanted to watch Okja. Oh, you wanted to watch Okja, excuse me. Um, War Machine is the Brad Pitt movie, and it's based on a true story, and... Alright, I'm gonna explain the genres, and then this is gonna, this is gonna kind of show how I feel about this movie. It's a drama. It's a comedy. It's a satire. It's a war movie. It's every genre under the sun, basically. I don't know. This movie is... It tries to be so many different things, and this was my ultimate problem with it and why I think it's ultimately not a good movie. Um, it's just... It has so many different things that it wants to do and so many different genres that it wants to be that it's not able to stick to one, and it ultimately just feels like it's tonally all over the place. I was sitting there, and I'm like, okay, so we're in a dark comedy. And then, next scene, it's just straight drama. There's no comedic element about it. It's just a flat-out drama. And then, there is a sequence in this movie where it's a war movie. And I was like, okay, so now we're a war movie, okay. And then it goes back to being a dark comedy. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. It was honestly headache-inducing. I feel like I got whiplash from the amount of times that this movie just randomly shifted directions and by meaning like what genre it was i was just i don't know i couldn't deal with this movie um it was not very good it i don't think it's necessarily bad quote unquote but it's it's not good um so i give it a 4.1 out of 10 it is uh not good um all right lastly the other movie that I have watched that I hope Ozzy will be able to watch in the next day or so because I still have the rental for, I believe, a little over a day. Um, and that is Personal Shopper. Uh, this movie is going to be very hard to discuss without spoiling it. So I'm going to try my hardest to explain what this movie is. It's a movie with Kristen Stewart. She is obviously the actress. It is a French movie, but it's in English, so that shouldn't be an issue for you lazy people. Um, but Jeez. <laughs> sorry. Um, so sorry if we offended you. Okay, whatever. Um, so it, it's, it's, um, this movie blew me out, blew, knocked me off my feet. It really did. I was kind of just sitting there and I was like, the first like 10 minutes or so, I was like, okay, is this going to be like one of those movies that, you know, it's an indie movie that critics kind of loved and you're just like, all right, it's a nice little drama, but I think it's a little overblown. And I was sitting there like, okay, and then something happens where you're just like, oh, okay, this is what this movie is. And unlike War Machine, it doesn't shift after that. It kind of stays in that pattern. It stays in that kind of thriller 
maybe supernatural. It's kind of, you're not sure throughout this entire movie. And it is, it's enthralling. It really is. I was sitting there and I was watching this movie and I was honestly like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is uh, some supernatural entity, if someone's messing with her, if she's delusional. We, I, don't, I could not tell, and I loved that I could not tell. And it leaves me guessing the entire movie. It is so, so good. Um, basically, uh, to go into what the movie's about, she, Kristen Stewart's character is a personal shopper for some rich and famous person. I, if I had to guess, that's an actress, but I don't think they ever can confirm what the rich person does. And so what she does is she travels all over Europe and picks up clothes for her and um, buys them and drops them off at her, her place for her to wear for her next big event or whatever. And, but she was also um, a medium so her and her twin brother her her both her and her twin brother were both mediums and her brother died quite a bit quite a while ago so there's this whole thing where she's trying to find a way to communicate with her brother and she's also doing this job for this woman and then somebody try somebody tries to contact her it's just i don't want to i don't want to talk too much about the plot of this movie because i do not want to spoil this movie because it is really, really good, and I highly recommend it. You can rent it anywhere on Amazon, on Vudu, whatever your renting um, preference is. Um, watch this movie. Watch this movie. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, and score-wise, I gave it a 9.3, I believe. So, it's definitely up there. It is. I really love this movie, man. Hmm. Okay, interesting. So I really hope you get to watch it before my rental goes away, Ozzy. <laughs> let's see, man. I got I got a lot of stuff going on. Right I know, now. man. I know. All right. Well, let's talk about a movie that we can both talk about. And I've been talking a while, so why don't you cue this one up, Ozzy? For sure. This movie is To the Bones, directed by Marty Noxon, starring Lily Collin, and featuring Keanu Reeves as the supporting uh, lead male role. Yep. And it is about a girl who is anorexic who is trying to decipher if she wants to live or not, basically. Uh, I really, really enjoy this movie. It really got me, I want to say, educated mm-hmm. about anorexia and, and stuff like that because I never personally understood it. But um, it it's... You know, there's there's people that eat to the extreme because they're hungry, 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 and there's people that don't want to eat because they want to look as thin as possible because it's just um they they don't like fat. You know, it's something it's like an OCD at this point, like where they just don't like fat. Um, you know, so it's it it kind of educated me. I mean, I know it's not all of it, and that can't possibly be all the scenarios as to why someone's anorexic. Exactly. But I mean, it just it educated me on 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 this. On the problem, mm-hmm. basically, on some of it, yeah, um, on a small aspect, and I appreciate that. Lily Collins is yes. a very Collins. underrated actress. <laughs> she does an amazing job um, as this person. She really plays. She really plays with this with uh, with this character really well. She really dwells on this character, and you you can see it. You can see that she cares for the material that she's currently working on right now, and it, it was amazing seeing her. Uh, she can definitely hold a role, um, and, and definitely hold a, a leading role by herself. I mean, I think this is her first um, movie where she was actually a leading, like a, like where she's actually led the film. Probably. I mean, Rules Don't um, Apply last year, she was one of the leads, but not the lead. Yeah, I mean, she is the lead in this movie, and you follow her, and it is really, it, it's such a great story, honestly. And she does a great job leading the mm-hmm. cast. I mean, you're leading Keanu Reeves, who I personally think, I know Carlos thinks he did whatever, but I mean, I also like Keanu Reeves in this movie. I think he did a really great job as well, uh, working with the material. He's not He's not kicking anything down or anything like that, but he is definitely being a... He's trying to be this unconventional doctor, basically. He's trying to be a very blunt man with mm-hmm. you on the situation. And you can even see it in the trailer. He says to her, I'm not going to treat you if you don't want to live. Um, and that, that's just very blunt as a doctor. He's just trying to be the most realistic person uh, there is. And you can see how sometimes that backfires because sometimes people aren't looking for realistic. They're just looking for comfort. So, yeah. Um, I definitely want to talk about Lily Collins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, 
Lily Collins was incredible. And I overall, I do want to say this movie completely, it really blew me away. I loved this movie. I thought it's, I think it's one of, if not the best movie of the year so far that I've seen at least. Um, I, I, it knocked me off my feet. I laughed and I don't know if Ozzy caught this, but I definitely cried in this movie. I loved this movie. You cried? I definitely shed a tear. <laughs> um, See anything. Yeah. And this movie really, really is powerful. Um, now we will, we'll mention the kind of controversy, quote unquote, surrounding this movie. Um, towards the end, we'll get there. But as for now, we're going to talk about just the movie and Lily Collins is the standout of this movie. Period. Like she is the, she is undoubtedly the best part of this movie for me. Um, she, is really like you you can see every every bit of like desperation but then also like she's she's rebellious in a way but then she's so conflicted because she knows i I don't know she's such a complex character and you see all of it on her because she knows that what she's doing is affecting other people and she hates that but then at the same time she's genuinely it looks like she's genuinely struggling with this disease right so i really really did appreciate her performance in my opinion she is a front runner for any award that you want to throw at her um so far at least obviously we're not anywhere near oscar season yet so we'll get there as we get there but for now she is one of the best performances um i've seen this year period um, so yeah, she, she's definitely the standout for me. And there, there's other members of the cast as well that I thought were pretty, pretty good. Um, Le- Leslie Bibb was really good. Uh, who else? Ke- Keanu, I'll talk about, but he, he's Keanu. What? A, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, who else was in this? We had, uh, Leslie Bibb, Catherine Prescott. She was pretty good as well uh liana liberata she's good yeah so i don't know there there's just a lot of good performances in this movie and um it's mostly the story really that got me like it's yeah it's powerful stuff dude i think this is based on marty Knoxon's experience with anorexia i'm not 100 percent sure but i think that's what i read uh but she does a great job at really showing i mean i mean when she yeah when lily collins takes off her shirt um, she really focuses in on the detail on her body and just seeing just how insane it is to seeing someone like just seeing a walking skeleton, basically mm-hmm. it is disturbing and it is, it is kind of heartbreaking to, yeah. to see. I mean, you see her family trying to cope with it. Mm hmm. But then it's also and a dysfunctional it, it's, fam- family. Yes, as well. I mean, I mean, you, so you, it's. I love that you get both sides of it. Like, yeah, you I get mean, the hope, and then also like the oh my gosh. Also like also liked um her, her sister. Yes, her sister was really good. The mom was really good as well. The her actual sister, mom. Yeah, I think her sister. Her sister. Like if if I had to relate to anybody, I think it'd be her sister because I'd be like, I don't understand. Just just eat something. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying so. She was the most supportive and she was the most warming. And I feel like that's the character that I was drawn to the most. Probably the most relatable. Yeah. I mean, she was a sister who was dealing with, who was dealing with her sister, not taking care of herself, who was seeing her sister basically kill herself. But at the same time, she's trying to be there for her sister. And at the same time, she's dealing with like all this family drama. You know, she did, I think, uh, Liana Liberto, who plays Kelly, I think she did an amazing job in this role. I mean, if, if I had to give anybody, if I had to say this is like my, like my, one of my favorite characters, I mean, this would be it. I think another standout performance to me is Alex Sharp, who plays Luke. I think he did an awesome job. Carlos didn't like him. I, don't know I didn't dope. like him at first. Yes. I ended up liking him as we moved along. I don't mind his performance. I think his performance was fine. Let me get that out of the way. Um, it's I think character. his character was, annoying but at the same time he had great chemistry with lily collins so that kind of ended up saving his character now that is one of the biggest complaints i've seen about this movie is the character of luke most people uh, i won't say most but a lot of people really did not like his character um and i can understand why if you come out of this movie and go man that guy annoyed the crap out of me i would get it and if you come out of this movie and going i really liked his character i would get it so it's hard but now you kind of mentioned something that i guess this can lead us into we can briefly talk about some of the controversy surrounding this movie with people saying 
there's one thing that people say that I think is just silly. That it glorifies anorexia. Stop. That's just... That's not true. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. I feel like because this is said this this was the same thing was said about thirteen reasons. Exactly. Why. I think that's a very comparison. Um, fair it, comparison. I don't understand. For for us as an audience to particularly understand something, for you know, look, I understand it's a very these are very sensitive topics. But I feel like if if you want more people to be informed about something, if you want more people to to be, you know, to know more about a specific topic. I feel like it's important for your audience or, or for these people to know, to exactly. visually see it and to visually see the struggle. You know what I'm saying? I And like for me, when it comes to 13 Reasons Why, I don't particularly say it glorifies suicide. I understand how it can be a trigger, but I don't understand exactly. how it can be. I don't understand how it can be. Um, glorifying something. You're you're literally you're you're just literally trying to portray something to the best of your ability. Exactly. Here. And you 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 know you want your audience to see it. You want your audience to feel this character's pain. Mm-hmm. You want your audience to feel what this character is going through. Yeah. So there is so when it comes to that point of the argument for me for me it's not personally yeah. it doesn't glorify it for me for me it's what I'm learning about yes. it now for this topic I will say hey maybe this is a trigger maybe this movie is not is not like a great for someone who's going through anorexia someone who's going through suicidal thoughts right now you know understand yeah. what I'm saying but for somebody who is uneducated and somebody who wants to know more about this topic I don't think that this movie would necessarily be a wrong place to start yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, maybe, I mean, this, this movie may have, you know, something very small to know about anorexia, but hey, you know, this is now interested me in getting to know more about anorexia. You understand what I'm saying? Looking into it, maybe trying to help somebody. You understand what I'm saying? So I feel like that's why films like these are important is for your, is for the uninformed people to become informed. Yes. Um, I think there's something you said earlier in the review that is very important. You watch this and you see all the close-ups of her body and you are like, it's disturbing, right? It's sad. And I agree. Most people would see that and go, yeah, that's disturbing and sad. Now, are there some people who who would look at that and it'd be a trigger? Yes, of course there are. But you could literally say that about anything. And that's why personal responsibility and knowing what you're going in to watch is so important. It's not the filmmaker's job to make a movie that doesn't trigger anybody, or else nothing would get made. I'm sorry, nothing would get made. Somebody who struggles with sex addiction, you know, going into watch Wolf of Wall Street is that there is that Martin Scorsese's fault that you that you were triggered by going to watch Wolf of Wall Street? No, you probably shouldn't have gone into watch Wolf of Wall Street if you have a sex addiction. It's like it's to me, it's just like what are you doing and and. And then to have other people saying, oh, this is going to trigger the other people. And it's like, okay, you could, li- again, you could say that about anything. So it's just silly. It's like somebody who has violent tendencies probably shouldn't be playing violent video games. It's the same thing. Uh, I, it's just, I don't know. I, to me, the, the, the controversy is just so, it, it's really silly. I get it. I get no, why I mean, it's I, triggering. I don't but see, I mean, what I will say is I don't, th- I don't find it ridiculous. I mean, I just find it like, look. But it's not the filmmaker's fault. Exactly. You can't, you cannot That's be, my point. you cannot be angry with, with somebody who made this film. Somebody who made this film is clearly interested in this problem. Someone who clearly cares about this, which is why, and I don't want to dwell on this too long. I know. But, I um, know. We'll get back to the movie. But, um, I mean, for me, it's, it's you know, it's, and like I said before, it's informing the people who haven't been informed what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you clearly see the sister, for instance. She doesn't know what it is. She doesn't understand anorexia. She's like, I don't understand what's so hard about eating. Literally, like, we have food. We yeah. can eat. You know? Um, so, for me, it's it's becoming more educated. You know, if, if you feel like, okay, if you see the trailer and you feel like this is going to be triggering don't watch for, it for someone who is going through something or for some who's for someone who's going through what this trailer illustrates for someone who you know or or if you're going through it you know um try your best to not to watch it if this is what you're going through and you know if you know somebody else who's going through these things tell them not to watch tell, it <laughs> no make sure that they don't watch it you know like um Isaac um my cousin Isaac um he 
he's uh battling some depression mm-hmm. and he even said hey i watched this for reasons why i can't i can't lie it was a trigger but it's still it's still an amazing it's still a really amazing show yeah so i mean definitely if if you, this is not this movie is not um this movie isn't for everybody no so if you can't if you cannot handle, and which is, and this is not trying to be offensive, if you can't handle, you know, disturbing imagery, if you can't handle, um, you know, this 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 talk about about anorexia and different things like that, I would recommend that you don't watch this film. That's your prerogative. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, no, 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 and this is, I mean, and no offense taken yeah. or anything, you know, that's just your opinion, and you know, I completely understand where you're going from exactly. coming from. I mean, maybe maybe this will trigger you, um, but hey, if you're looking to be a little bit more um, you know, informed, watch this film. Yeah. All that to say, I I just, to me, it just gets on my nerves when things like that are why people say it's a bad movie. No, it's, if you look at this movie, objectively, it is not a bad movie at all on any level. It's a very good movie. Um, the only, the, the only issue that I really had with it was, um, slight slight pacing pacing issues and some of the characters were just a little grating and that's my those were my issues of the movie I, ultimately issue, i think the i think it's a very very good movie and ultimately one of the better movies i've seen this year period. one of my biggest issues one of the best was, movies I've seen one of my year. biggest issues was the father they forcibly put the father out of the movie and i have no idea why that's true like they they did afford the father. i was like i was like can you guys could you guys have not afforded like just one more actor like to play the well, father I mean, like they kept because i feel like i feel like that would have been a very integral part and i feel like it's not i mean hey i mean it's just it, it's just not for me i just found it i just found it kind of weird how the stepmom is going into something i mean this is not her kid i mean this just really shows her character i yeah. suppose but I mean, still, like, like I just felt like they continuously kept writing him off, and I would have liked to see some dialogue between her father. I, I and guess, him. I guess, if you're gonna have him not in the movie, maybe stop bringing it up. I guess because ultimately, I think there are some parents who would deal with it like that, being like, I, I can't handle it, and just kind of stay away. Yeah, because I mean, like, the mom is the like mom, that too. For no, to the mom extent. is the mom is like that too. But I mean, to the mother lives in a completely different state, and she flies in, yeah. and then her father lives like what twenty minutes away. Yeah, that's to me, that's the most ridiculous thing in yeah. the world. I mean, hey, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it kind of sounds like you guys forced it. Maybe. Out of the movie, but other than um, that, I mean, that's that's my only negative. Yeah, I will um, mention in negatives Keanu Reeves. I I've said before. I've said he's one of the more lovable bad actors, but he's not a good actor. I'm sorry, and he does not have much range in this movie. He doesn't have really. He doesn't attempt to do anything. So I guess that's good. He doesn't attempt to do anything that he can't do. But uh, there's really I wasn't getting much from him. Um, that's just me, though. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I Lily Collins is the reason to see this movie, and just a great story and a very gut wrenching story. Honestly, it really is. I there is a moment between Lily Collins's character and her mother, and it is it gets me. It really got to me. So is that the part you were crying? At? Oh yeah, dude, shed a tear. Not dude, you have lie. to watch those reasons why. Nah. <laughs> You better. I freaking watch uh, Narcos for you. Anyways, guys, ratings. My rating for this movie is a 9.3. Carlos, what is your rating? Oh, man. My rating for this movie is a 9.4. So I'm like, hi, Mullen, you just a little bit just, there. Just a tiny, just tiny, just hey, tiny. It is what it is. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's okay. Just a and, little which bit. is perfect because that'll lead us right into our top 10 movies of the year so far. We're halfway through the year, so it's time to do it. Um, Hell yeah. Now, we have to say, um, these are our top 10. This is we're, what we think are the best movies that have been made so far this year. We're not saying like that these are our personal favorites. Like These aren't the ones where we're like running back to see. Because if not... I probably wouldn't have to the bone on my list of movie on my favorite movies, right? Because it's not something that I'm going to be rushing back to see and be like, oh my gosh, I need to watch that movie again. Um, because it's kind of a sad movie. So I'm not going to be running back to see it. Um, and so this is mostly based on ratings, as we said. Um, and keep in mind, this is only the halfway point of the year, and we're not even close to Oscar season. So... 
a lot of these movies are probably not even going to make it on the list, so if we're being honest. I mean, if we look at our list from ha- at the halfway point last year, because we did do this last year, and then we look at our end-of-the-year list in February, they were quite different, <laughs> let's be honest. So, Hey, man, I'm just, I, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, my list is completely different from last year, because I had some <laughs> stuff on my top ten list of the year that were in the so-far list, and I was like, I really don't want you here <laughs> but you're here because i don't have a choice oh man i just want to do a top 10 best like no i'm sorry top 10 five list yeah but i can't do it yeah um all right well let's get into this ozzy what is your number 10 movie of the year thus far my number 10 movie is guardians of the galaxy 2 all right yeah man uh this not is- on my list by the way Wow. Um, anyways, <laughs> this is just a fun movie. Uh, just a, just a fun sequel to the original. It's not as great, but because it's more confined, I feel. But I mean, it's still a great movie. You still have your fun. I mean, you you love these characters. You've seen them before, but you see them in a different um, a different light. And yeah, man, Baby Groot. Baby Groot is amazing. Just yeah. gonna say that. I'm gonna keep these short. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. But yeah, great. Like I said, great fun. If you guys haven't seen it, wait till it's. DVD Blu-ray because it is a really great adventure. I will say this. I am waiting for that because I do want to rewatch this movie because I feel like I could definitely grow to appreciate this movie more as I watch it. But it's after, after one watch, it's like it's not anywhere near the first one, which I know that's not necessarily the standard. I should hold this one, too. But at the same time, I just had too many issues with how the story was done. And so I don't know. But anyway. Um, my number 10 is, surprise, surprise, another Marvel movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, this is higher on your list, correct? Yes. How much higher? Should we talk about it now, or should we wait until you we get there? Uh, we can talk about it until I get there. Okay, cool. Um, so that's... that's my number 10. We'll talk about it more when we get to it on Aussie's list. Um, your number 9, then. My number 9 is Baby Driver. Is that on your list anywhere? Uh, that is definitely on my list. Um, so we'll, way farther? Yeah, way, 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 way down the line. Okay. We can talk about it um, when we get there. All right. All right, so my number nine is Logan. Logan. Way higher? Yep. <laughs> hey, we're booking it through. We're trying to keep it brief. Um, all right, so then your number eight is Spider-Man Homecoming. I guess we can talk about it now. Yeah, dude. Spider-Man Homecoming is the third installment, I have to say, of the third actor in this movie. Wait, what? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it's the second is, install. Okay, second it's, time it's, it's the this. third installment of a new actor playing okay, Spider-Man. I get what you're That's what to I meant say. to yeah. say. Okay. It's the second <laughs> installment as yeah. portraying Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. If For those of you guys who were still questioning his performance after Captain America's a war this movie confirms it he yes. is the best on-screen spider-man we have ever had okay i would agree i, I yeah. know that some people miss toby mcguire i know people were fans of andrew garfield i was fans of both at one time but we have to move on time moves on and i have to give it to tom holland he kills it in this film michael keaton is arguably my favorite he's one of my favorites of the Marvel villains. He does a great job at Vulture. Mm-hmm. And they really keep the story confined. For those of you guys who really love the the street smart Spider-Man who just handles street uh, level fights. Um, you know, nothing, you know, huge. It's not this, world saving. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is your movie. This is a really small, confined story. And um, this is really just making the, this, this character really known, really smart. And I appreciate this one for what it is. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Um, hopefully from here we see him grow because I wouldn't, I don't mind seeing Spider-Man as an adult. I don't understand why, I don't understand why Sony keeps saying, oh, we need to bring him back to high school. We need to bring him back to high school. I don't get it. Nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, he's an adult in the comics now. Let's, let's come on. Stop being babies about it. But anyways, um, overall great film. It is, I believe it's a 8.9. So. Oh, yeah, we should have been giving our ratings. We'll keep going as we (laughs) do that. Um, Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming was my number 10. And I I mean, I'm glad it's in this around the same area on our list. Um, I had a 7.9. So, yeah, it's it's definitely like like you said, ground level. It's great stuff and um, great villain. And I am very happy with Tom Holland's performance and the supporting performance of his best friend. He again reminded me of um, Michael Pena. Michael Pena in Ant Man, uh, which is great. He said that Michael Pena's character in Ant Man reminded you of me. So that's true. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but why? he does. He, yeah, he does. All right. Anyway, um, so that's yeah. It's Spider Man Homecoming 
it's it's so much fun. I love that movie. It's gonna be really high up on my personal favorites because I really want to go back and watch that movie. <laughs> so do I, man. I just haven't had time. Hundred um, percent um, fill you on time. All right. So is that my number eight now? Right. Yeah. All right. Number eight. My number eight is Wonder Woman with an eight point three. Okay. Well, my number seven is a Wonder Woman, so we can just get these both out of the Sweet. way. Um. I know most people are going to question, and hey, to be fair, I've still only watched the movie once. I'm talking about Logan. Wonder Woman is ahead of Logan on my list. I will put that out there right now. Logan is ahead of Wonder Woman on my list. By point one, it is ahead. I have Logan at 8.2 and Wonder Woman at 8.3. So I have Logan at 9.2 and I have Wonder Woman at an 8.9. So, yeah. Um, I know. I know. I will watch, I'm going to watch Logan again. I have it on Blu-ray. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. I want to watch the noir version. Putting that out there. Um, noir version? The noir version. The black and white. Why? Because I want to watch it in black and white. It, we came on the Blu-ray like that, so I'm like, alright, I'm watching it like that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, uh, let's yeah. get into Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, however you pronounce her name. She does an amazing job in this movie. She mm-hmm. really carries the film. Okay, for those of you guys who just said, "Hey, she's good at she's just good at being a a really a really awesome character at Fast and the Furious, really being a strong woman character, really holding down the ground." No, you're wrong. She is down to hold the ground by herself and she really leads this cast yeah. and she stars in the best dc film to date this is an amazing DCEU film okay yeah dceu film uh this is an amazing movie definitely the best one in the dceu universe dc extended universe i don't understand why it's called extended <laughs> it's really dumb anyways not bashing dc today um, she does an amazing performance. They really show this, 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 this world of her, of hers. It's really interesting, really intricate. Um, you really see this character and this character, this is not only a great superhero movie. I feel like it is an important film. You learn so much in this movie. Um, when it comes to, when it comes to hope. And, um, I mean, there is discrimination, uh, out there in this time and you see her, you know, proving everybody wrong and it is amazing seeing her really take this um take this role on and and really playing with with these um different emotions and and with these different issues this superhero movie is going to be in probably some people's top 10 um movies of all time just because of the importance of it this is the first superhero woman uh movie i believe I, um, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. so let's excluding good one, ex- definitely. Yeah, excluding uh, Catwoman uh, <laughs> and Supergirl. Bad. There was a Supergirl movie. Yeah, Damn. supposedly really bad. Never seen. Um, it. I've never heard of it until <laughs> now. But this is the definite one that's going to be remembered. I mean, this one is such an important film. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, DC really has a lot to live up to just because of this film. I mean, this film was a major hit. If you have not seen Wonder Woman. You need to see this movie. It is amazing. Very powerful. I want to see it again. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, And you covered the Gal Gadot front. I'll cover the Patty Jenkins front. She is the real superhero of this movie. Um, She is amazing as the director of this movie. Uh, She constructs a narrative in... In really what stands out as a incredible fashion... Maybe even only because it's compared to the crap that's come before it was Zack Snyder's entries into the, this universe um, with just a coherent and cohesive narrative. It's just like, oh, thank the Lord, we have something that makes sense. Um, and she does a great job constructing that and directing her actress, her main actress, and then all the other supporting actors as well. Um, she is incredible, and all I'll say from here is... Uh, DC, do the right thing and announce that she is for sure directing 101 2 at Comic Con. Please. That's all, all right. I'll say. What is your number seven, Carlos? Um, my number seven. Did you already do your number eight? Yeah, I already did my number eight. It was okay. Spider Man. And then I already did my okay, number seven. Cool, cool, cool. She's Wonder Woman. All right. So my number seven <laughs> is The Big Sick, which I also have an 8.3. I have The Big Sick at a. 9.3. Okay, so we're going to wait for that one. Um, <laughs> all right, so your number six then. My number six is Get Out. Probably the best thriller of 2017 so far. I really love this movie. 
We love this movie. This is directed by it's Jordan. It's not on my list, so you're absolutely ridiculous. But moving on, um, this movie is directed by Jordan Peele, and I I gotta say, him for somebody who really loves comedy, who really does a lot of comedy, this is a different take, and I really want to see more directorials from him. I mean, the cinematography in this movie was amazing. The soundtrack I really loved, and the the cast. I don't have the cast name pulled up right now. But the cast did an amazing job, especially the leading man in this movie. Um, you can see this man acted the crap. Daniel um, Kaluuya. Yes, he's actually like gonna that? be. He's actually gonna be in Black Panther. Yeah, I saw him in Black Panther. I'm so excited to see him. He was in Black Mirror. For those of you guys who don't know, I believe he was in season one. He did an amazing job, and he does an amazing job in everything that he is really. But um, this is his leading role in a film that I believe, and he does an amazing job really carrying on. Uh, this role, I think he really, you know, he, the, 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 f- the leading cast really follows him through. And the leading cast is also amazing. And it's just, it's just, it's just a really creepy, um, uncomfortable, um, setting. And I think that's where this movie excels at, especially in, in its last act. I think the, the movie really picks up there. So definitely check this movie out if you haven't seen it. I think it had like a 99 percent on rotten tomatoes so 99 for a while i don't know if it's stuck there it no it might I, be still there i, I might i mean it had a hundred percent for a while yeah and that's it true dropped it into a 99 yeah it's still a 99 yep um i don't 8. think 8.3 average i don't think it's going anywhere that means i mean an 8.3 average that means a lot of critics generally liked it so definitely check it out guys it's a really good one yeah um i i still think it's a good movie i just think it's overrated i don't know I don't wanna... um all right well we're gonna move on and there's definitely one on my list that you're not gonna have on yours um anywhere near yours so i uh there we go um and i think it's right here actually my number six is that where we're on yep and that is where it, that's it you're not gonna have this anywhere near your list and that's fine i'm very confident in this in my list so far split is my number six at an 8.5 I wanted Split to be on. I really did. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Split. Split was. Split is an amazing movie, though. I mean, James McAvoy gives arguably one of the best performances in his whole entire career. I mean, it's just and one amazing. of the best of the year so far. Uh, it's yeah. gonna. It's it, sadly, it's one of those performances that's gonna be completely forgotten by the um, when we come Oscar when we get to the Oscars. Just like um, oh, who was it in? Uh, Josh Good or John Goodman? It was John Goodman in um. 10 Cloverfield Lane last year. It's one of the same situations. It's like a brilliant performance that's going to be completely forgotten by the time we get there. Uh, so he, yeah, he is amazing. And I, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely the best part of the movie. And then the movie just escalates so well. And I, it's not perfect. I will not say it's perfect. You know that, you know me. It definitely has its flaws. A lot of the flashback stuff is flawed, but. For the most part, it escalates really well. Anya Taylor-Joy gives a great performance, and then it builds to a climax, and then a reveal that's kind of just like, oh, that's okay. That changes how I view this movie, and it's brilliant. So, um, yeah, that's definitely why it's on my list. All right, and Ozzy won't have much to say because it's on his list, but it's okay. Um, we will move so on. So sorry. So sorry. It's okay. I apologize. It's okay. I didn't have get out, so it's all right. I guess we're even. All right, you want to move on to your number five? Yes, let's do it. The hero. I have hey, it at a nine. It's my number one. five. Too. Hey, man. Awesome. <laughs> um, here I have it at a nine point one. I believe starring and I have Sam an eight point five. By the way, eight point five. Yes. Right. Starring Sam Elliott, directed by Brett Haley, and this is just an amazing shot movie. I mean, it just really shows the beauty of California. Those of you guys have never who have never been to California, I've been to California once in my lifetime, and I would love to go again because I, I haven't gone since I was a kid. But it really shows the beauty of California, um, and, and it just shows the, this daily life of this man who is basically dying. Yeah. And, it, and he gives it, such an endearing performance, yes. Sam Elliott. He's so good. Sam Elliott is one of the best actors, I have yeah. to say, of all time. And Laura Perpon is great. And she has great chemistry with Sam Elliott as well. Surprising chemistry. I think all these actors have such great chemistry with one another. Yeah. With, uh, with with this man and uh, Kristen Ritter, who plays... Those of you guys who don't know her, she's Jessica Jones. Um, she does an amazing job, too. I mean, she's only in the movie for, I would like to say, probably like 10, 15 minutes. But she does an amazing job as well. So does uh, Nick Offerman. Oh, there so is a scene Nick with him Offerman. with him reading lines with Sam Elliott. And that scene is just, it's, it's amazing. So this great. movie is really great. It just shows you, this movie 
and I learned this recently. This movie just shows you, hey, you know, you want to leave on good terms with people if you're going to pass away. You want to leave on good terms and, and you want to you want to make sure that everybody's uh, OK. You'd never want to leave. If, when someone passes, you want to make sure that things are on good terms and don't want to hold resentment in your heart. Yeah. And this movie definitely shows that. So definitely recommend this movie, guys. I believe it's not in theaters anymore, but when it comes out in DVD, I definitely recommend yeah. you buy it. I mean, I think this is get a near VOD. Get it any way you can. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I think I believe this is a near western film, if I'm not mistaken. I am I mistaken? Eh, kind of, I guess. Somewhat, 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 somewhat. Just because of the just because of the dream sequences that this man has. Yeah, but true. um, definitely check this out. It's it's a really great one. You won't regret it. Uh, I yes, I concur with everything Ozzy has said. He. This perform or this performance by Sam Elliott, and then this movie is just—it's—it's it's definitely a very small, contained story, and it's a contained drama. So it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea. There's gonna be people who are like, "Oh, nothing happened. It's boring," but it's such an endearing story, and it's such an endearing character that it's—it it really was impressive, and it's one of the best movies of the year so far. So check it out if you get a chance. Please check it out if you get a chance. So definitely. Um, what is your number? You know what? I'll do my number four. That's yeah. the trend that we've been doing. Um, War of the Planet of the Apes. I have it a 9.2. Same for me. Damn. We're not a 9.2. I have a 9.3, I believe. You're ridiculous. Anyways. Shut it, Carlos. Um, War of the Planet of the Apes, man. Oh. Andy circus Andy freaking circus man it is criminal at this point that this man has not won an oscar i really am pissed um this is again this is one of these performances that is going to be knocked off by the oscars he gives the performance of a career once again um he really kills it dialogue in this movie is a very central focus and the dialogue is amazing um i believe the the, the writer of this film is, is mark bombach and and also and also uh mark reeves Matt, uh, Matt Reeves, sorry. Um, Matt Reeves, again, directs this movie so well. The CGI in the movie, the CGI in this movie is, again, top notch. This is some of the best CGI I've ever seen, if not the best. Yeah. Um, the story is very powerful. Uh, it really dates back, I want to say, even back to slavery. So it's just, it's really powerful. Really amazing story. Powerful themes for 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 a science fiction film, if anything, some powerful themes. Um, definitely a tearjerker too. I mean, I had to hold in tears at, mo- at three different points in this movie. Um, definitely an amazing movie. It's it just came out, I believe, last week. So definitely check it out. Yeah, for real. Um, brilliantly directed, brilliantly shot. It's perfect. I mean, well, it's not obviously it's not perfect, but it's it's great. It's perfect for what it can be, and I think it was perfect for what it should have been. I don't know, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Andy Circus once again is a great, and the character of Caesar is at this point. I mean, one of the best characters I've ever seen in a movie in a movie franchise. It's such a great character, and this just continues the study into him as a character, and it's really kind of about. This whole series has been about him growing as a leader, and it's kind of completes that circle in here where he finally grows into that leader that he needs to be, but he's still flawed, so he's still... It's so good. Um, Anyway. All right. So, that's War for the Planet Apes. We both had it at number four. All right. um, You're number three, Ozzy. Hmm. My number three is Logan at a 9.2. All right. Well, I had Logan back at number nine at a 8.2. All right. Awesome. Logan. Look, man, Hugh Jackman's last performance as Logan. Listen to say this. If you guys know the character, you can see him in a different light this time. Um, Patrick Stewart's last uh, last outing as um, Professor X. These two did an amazing job portraying their roles. These characters, these men have cared and played these these this role these roles for years to come and they really exit um this franchise um with with open arms i mean they really care you can tell by their acting they really care um about the about these characters um this is just such a a really really interesting and, and really great story i believe it was directed by james mangold you can tell this man also cares about the the story. He wanted to make the perfect story for Logan. Um, Daphne Keene, who plays Laura, arguably yes. one of the best at young actresses. I mean, and this is tough because we also had an actress 
who's in War of the Planet of the Apes that I didn't mention, but oh, she's um, great too. She's amazing as well. But Daphne Keene, who plays Laura, definitely she's if not one of the best, if not the best young actress in the movie uh, this year. Yeah. It's tough because we had the we had the I'm upset that I didn't mention her her name, but we had uh, she did an amazing job. So yeah, definitely watch this movie, guys. It's one of the best superhero movies of the year. Actually, I think it's my best movie of the year, honestly. And it's going to be in some people's... It's probably going to be in my best of all time. It's just um, an amazing movie and a great way to bring uh, to, to, to bring a character to, to an end. I mean, this is just such an amazing movie. Definitely check it out. Yeah. All right. Like, <laughs> Hugh Jackman gives a great performance. Patrick Stewart gives a great performance. I mean, it's all about the performances. And then you look at the direction. It's brilliantly directed um, and pretty well written for the most part. I had some issues with the writing and some things that I decided to do towards the end. But oh, even with me having this at number nine, I mean, I gave it a freaking 8.2. It's a great movie nonetheless. Check it out. I mean, obviously, most people have seen it, but watch it again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, all right. So my number three is a movie you have not seen yet, but you'll hopefully see it in the next day or so. Personal Shopper. This is my number three movie, and I just reviewed it on this episode, so I'm not going to go into too much detail, but this movie blew me away. Once it, like about 10 minutes in, once it shows you where we're going, it has you and you're kind of hooked and enthralled the entire rest of the movie and up until the last frame of the movie. Hmm. That's what I'll say. The last frame. <laughs> All right. My number two is to the bone at 9.3. I'm not really going to say anything because we just got done reviewing it 15, 20 minutes ago. It's my number one. Um, okay. So, yeah. We're <laughs> All good. right. I mean, we just, we literally <laughs> yeah, just I'm reviewed not, it. I'm not really going to get into it's it. It's a great movie. Watch it. Lily Collins. Ignore the haters. Yes. Uh, what's your number two? All right. Um, my number two is Baby Driver. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you had it. When, where'd you have it? I had it at number nine. I mean, it's still, a, I had it, my rating for it is an 8.5. Okay. And mine's a 9.3. Um, yeah, Baby Driver. It's Edgar Wright's masterpiece, in my opinion, and it very much deserves to be on here. Um, you look at just even the performances with Ansel Elgort, who gives a great performance. Uh, John Hamm gives a really good performance. Um, Elsa, is it Elisa? Elsa? Elisa. Elisa Gonzalez is mm-hmm. great as well. And then Lily James. Um, she, yeah, that, their chemistry is great. And then the just the way this movie kind of escalates, and it feels like you're watching a music video almost, but in a good way it's not like a bad music video it's like music video set it's it's poetic because it's music it's action set to music so it's like it's really interesting how he did it it's con- con- continues to fascinate me to this day it's like they set action to music and made him that's amazing it's just, <laughs> it's so amazing it blows my mind um, yeah and and it's just the sound checks as well I yeah mean, uh, uh, the the performance for the performances to me that really stand out is of course the lead ansel elgert i mean he did an amazing job yeah. with this with this uh this property um john ham steals the show and i'll say a close second has to be um jamie fox i mean jamie fox Look, when a character, he kind of reminds me of Joffrey at this point. When a, when when an actor does a great job of really pissing you off and really making you hate him, you know he does a great job. And Jamie Foxx killed it in this role. So I definitely got to give props where props where it's earned. And Jamie Foxx really did an amazing job. Yeah, um, definitely props to him, man. I mean, he this is a fantastic role. All right. Um, so what's your number one? Did we get to that yet? I don't think so. My number one is The Big Sick. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, take it away. You'd have it at your number one. I had it uh, back at number seven with an 8.3. Look, man, this story is just... I I really love this story. I really found it uh, really inspiring, honestly. I mean, the Kumail didn't have to be there. He could have left. You know, he didn't have to stay with... with uh, with her parents, but he was there every step of the way. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really loved the chemistry between him and all these characters. I mean, the chemistry between Holly Hunter and Kumail. I mean, you see that she does not like him in the beginning of the movie, but then she ends up loving him. Um, it is just such an amazing, endearing story. 
all these actors give great chemistry and it's just such a touching story and it's kind of crazy how the story is actually kind of true so it's kind of it's kind of a crazy uh, true romance yeah. story and it's it's really good it's really good so i really love this movie uh this probably definitely probably is going to stay in my top 10 list by the end of the year i mean i would be surprised um, if it didn't i mean i mean, I mean that would yeah. mean we'd have a great oscar season uh, yeah, if you have 10 uh, movies better uh, yeah than I mean, your number one i mean this is uh, this is such a great movie i really loved it so that is why this movie is number one um i believe the director is michael uh showalter uh i want to see more work from him and i want to see more zoe kazan and stuff Holly Hunter, the first time I saw her... Steals the show, dude. Yeah, she really does. The first time I saw her was in The Incredibles. She voiced a lot yeah. um, But I love her. I loved her performance, and I would love to see her get more work as well. I mean, she's She really steals the show. Yeah. She really steals the show. Holly Hunter for supporting. Give it to me. Hell yeah. Um, she is great. She is definitely the thing that steals the show for me. Um, and I agree that it's a great movie. I just didn't necessarily think it was as good as it's hyped up to be, but again... I, I'll say this: it's 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 the La La Land disease almost. <laughs> I guess that's what I'll start to call it now: the La La Land disease, where it's so hyped up that no matter how great the movie is, great the movie is, it doesn't live up to the hype. That that's was my situation, um, but it is a great movie nonetheless. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was our top ten list. What was number so, one again? Um, I had two. No, I, yeah, I had two to the bone. Oh, one. Okay. Yeah, we already discussed yeah. all that. Um, do you want to run through yours really quick, just in order, so people can get that? Uh, I can do mine first, actually. To the Bone at number one, Baby Driver at number two, Personal Shopper at number three, War for the Planet of the Apes at four, The Hero at five, Split at six, The Big Six at seven, or The Big Sick at seven, <laughs> excuse Big me. Big Six. I know. Big Hero Six. Um, anyway, um, Wonder Woman at eight, Logan at nine, and Spider-Man Homecoming at ten. All right, guys, and my number one is The Big Sick, number two, To the Bone, number three, Logan, number four, War of the Planet of the Apes, number five, The Hero, Get Out, six, Wonder Woman, number seven, Spider-Man Homecoming, number eight, Baby Driver, number nine, and Guardians of the Galaxy, volume two, at number ten. Guys, this is our top ten list of 2017 so far. Um, Yeah, Carlos. Excited. Our top 10 lists were actually really bad uh, before we saw some of these movies, so I'm really glad that yes. uh, we saw some of these movies right before hey, we... We have come a long way since the first movie that I watched of this year, Underworld Blood Wars. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I Honestly, mean, the first ooh, the first couple are gems, dude. I, I keep Under- telling you, we need to have a top 10 forgettable list because I forgot that movie existed. Underworld Blood Wars, <laughs> the bye-bye man for me. Uh, sleepless for you, <laughs> Xander Cage. Uh, and then we had Split, and then it goes uh, Resurrection of Gavin Stone, which I saw. Uh, Gold, man, jeez, we've come a long way since January. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ozzy, you want to sign us out? All right, Carlos, where can people find you? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry Four Five Six, and please. Follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Screenfellows. And make sure you check out the actual episode from this week. This was a bonus episode. Uh, check out the actual episode from this week where we um, talked about Game of Thrones for the most part. And we talked about D23 news. And we talked about what we're going to get at Comic-Con. It was a great episode, so check that out. And then also, I want to harp on the website. Um, check it out. Brianna is doing great work over there. She's pumping out content like crazy on the website so check it out all right man sounds sounds really 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 good and you guys can find me on twitter at castroozzy.com so sorry there's no dot com there um i'm thinking of my email i have my email and all that stuff at the same thing but um yeah and you can totally also email me at uh ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com just in case you guys want to recommend any tv shows any movies or anything like that um yeah man this has been honestly i was really excited for this episode really glad that we got this episode out to you guys oh yeah i've been really waiting to get the top 10 lists out um even we pushed it off just a little bit we wanted to do it earlier but we want we decided to wait for apes because i think we both figured that apes had a good chance of being amazing so 
it was it was great to have to be able to do our list and then have apes on (laughs) definitely man but all right guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes google play or soundcloud please rate and review the podcast on itunes and google play also check us out on youtube this is screen fellas (laughs) 